0: Hello, Katiana. Hello, so to have you back? Yes. It's
1: going to be an uh, every week thing. Can I'm...
2: I just sit here every week? Yes. Yes, yeah. we're love you you definitely here all the time. Yeah. You're
1: never going to leave, by the way. <laughs> okay. Sorry,
0: Pantai. It's just going to be ours. <laughs> She's going to work from here now. Yeah. yeah.
2: Set up a room for me somewhere.
0: <laughs> it's because we want the ball pit here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I come with the ball pit. Yes.
2: Really.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> <Brilliant. laughs> awesome. Okay. Today we're talking about bullying. Mm. So, Katiana, it's a parenting nightmare to be told that your kid is a bully, mm. and ninety-nine percent. At the time, this news is met with utter disbelief. So, yep. why is that, my angel? Right. Yeah. 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 I
2: think as parents, we're all programmed to automatically believe the best in our children, right? And so, no parent wants to be confronted with the reality that um, that you know their child has. In, you know, inflicted harm on another individual and I think immediately parents will think what have I done wrong right nice. well, how, how did I contribute to this so it's definitely not news that's easy for them by any means
0: mm. but you know in the majority of cases and I, I've seen this many times myself parents often reject the idea aggressively so whether it's talking to the parents of the aggressive mm. or um, teachers at school or whatever they're mm. quite aggressive in that starts yes. why is that
2: it's projecting their own viewpoint right it's like being told something that they just can't process or can't comprehend themselves they often argue this has to be a mistake this has to be because someone is uh, misinterpreting my child's intentions they don't want to have to accept the reality or the accusation that their child is the aggressor and so parents become very defensive and very aggressive and again it goes back to that concept of telling me that my child is a bully is also saying there's something wrong with my parenting that I've somehow contributed to this so that adds to the layer of defensiveness that they project is
1: there anything Possibility that the child sees the parent <laughs> yep. being very um, aggressive, I suppose. But in a in a business world, yes. being aggressive and being very forthright and being very uh, forward with people, yes, is like oh, that's how I should be. But then yes. they don't know how to interpret it, and then they misinterpret that, and then they become a bully.
2: If the kids are seeing any type of aggressive behavior at home, whether it's in what you're describing, JD, or even like in the marital relationship mm-hmm. just how they talk to each other that's going to be something that they do take on board because you are dealing with an individual who's you know neurologically not fully mature so they can they're not able to go well okay that's because dad's in a business meeting that's appropriate in that setting right, right. you know so it's all about I see I do monkey right see, monkey, monkey do. see monkey do sorry yeah. but that's kind of how it is with kids right so um you know oftentimes what we do know is that children who are more aggressive do tend to come from homes where aggression is allowed or kind of done in some way. It's not always the case, right? So if you're somebody who's listening and you've had this complaint made against your child and you're like what did I do? What did I do? There are certain conditions where it might be you know, genetically predisposed or behaviorally predisposed due to certain conditions Mm. so it's not entirely because of how you're conducting yourself but definitely the first thing parents need to do is to figure out whether we are allowing this type of interaction from how we interact with other people.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Maybe the parents don't even Realize that yeah. Their accents are Bully-like I Yeah I suppose
2: you know
0: why do children bully?
2: It goes back to the nature versus nurture argument, right? So, of course, it's about the nature component, looks at whether or not um, there is a biological component here, mm-hmm. right? So, whether there is a type of mental illness or developmental issue that's been passed down. Um, I don't, I mean, there's a lot of research going into whether there is an anger gene, right, that right. we're passing okay. down, but nothing definitive in that region yet. But there is a belief that there are certain conditions that can be passed down genetically, um, you know. And of course, if your child has something like ADHD or is on the autism spectrum, certain types of aggression are typical for that types of conditions. So that's sort of that component. Then there's also the nurture, which is the environment or the parenting or what we're exposing them to. Mm. So it's very difficult to put your finger on it and say, well, that's exactly why my child is a bully. Um, But, you know, I always tell parents to kind of look at the whole kind of spectrum of things and start from the home. Start with, with regards to what you're exposing your child to and then work backwards from there.
0: So how does understanding the point of view Mm. of what's going on help towards fixing the issues?
2: Mm. There are basically, you know, there's four but in this context there are three functions of of child behavior. So whenever I tell a parent when you're trying to understand why your child is doing what they're doing you need to figure out whether it falls into the one of the three. Now the first thing is what we call they're doing it for attention obviously. Mm -hmm. So they clearly would have tried something and then so it's kind of like an infant crying, right? right? So when I made some noise someone came and so that became the connection that they learned. So there's attention there's avoidance, right? So they're doing it to get out of a task or to avoid doing something and finally is what we call need for tangibles. They're doing something to get something physical, like a snack or their iPad or something of that nature. So when you are trying to figure it out, kind of you need to tie it into one of those three. And that gives you an idea of how you're supposed to um, interact. So I'll give you an example. I had a family who had a young child who was giving these epic. Meltdowns Temper tantrums Every time At the dinner table When it was homework time So all the siblings Would be sitting there Doing homework And that would be a time When he would kick up a fuss And so mom and dad Would start doing timeouts So Mm -hmm. whenever he kicked up a fuss He got a warning And they'd send him to his room But the whole point Of that behavior The whole point of that aggression Was because he was trying To avoid doing his homework And the discipline was Letting him avoid Doing his homework So the timeout Is making it worse Exactly So this is stuff That's really important So when kids are bullies, there's Mm. often a reason behind it, whether we see it or not. And that's important. So whether it's about something as simple as I want what they have, Mm. right, and it could be like that, or it could be that I'm doing this because I'm receiving it from another source, Mm. and it's kind of passing it along, or I'm unhappy, and I don't know how to process this emotion. There's always a reason behind it. So Mm. understanding their viewpoint is very important.
0: It's painful to think of your child inflicting harm on other kids. Mm. But bullying is also a serious issue for for the aggressor as well, right, Katiana? Yes. Can yes. you explain why?
2: Well, there's so much research now to show that bullies often come from a history of bullying, mm. right? So they've either been victims of abuse or they've either been bullied themselves. There's so much research supporting that. And so, you know, even now, there's so much anti-bullying campaigns happening in Malaysia because it's such an issue here, especially. Um, and we're trying really hard to also shed some light on the fact that I mean not trying to give the bullies permission, but to, emph- to practice some type of empathy and understanding, that they're coming from a place of pain as well and that they need help um, mm. you know just as much as someone who's a victim um, so it is a complex issue it's not as simple as I think vilifying them and thinking that they're, there's these bad people mm. um, and so yeah it's a very complicated issue for them yeah
1: because in the movies it's always like oh uh, this kid starts bullying one kid and now mm. that if something happens to that kid he goes home he gets beaten up by their parents and yes. kid, so there's that's what's definitely really
2: going on. yeah. There's a component of the fact that bull, you know there's there was a quote I saw somewhere in one of the campaigns that was like the bullies were the bullied. You know, yeah. once upon a time. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, uh, and I went through that when mm. I was in school because mm. um, I don't know, sounded different or looked different. I don't know what it was. So I was bullied as a kid. Mm. Is that because
0: you came back from the states? Yeah, you know, mm.
1: yeah, because I don't know what it was. Right, mm. there was some there were, in some cases. Uh, I was probably easily. Victimized at some point because mm-hmm. I just do want to care about who these people are, mm-hmm. right? But then at some point I got pushed to the brink where and I'm like, you know what? I never physically abuse anybody, mm-hmm. but I have got a mouth on me, right? Mm-hmm. So I would I would say things. Everybody would laugh and I would insult yeah. this, insult that. Yeah. To the point where I remember I I didn't realize it, and then I was in school one time and I made this kid uh, very uncomfortable. I think he cried or something. I can't Aww. remember. And then then he said, "You're always like this," all mm-hmm. right? And then something just clicked Quicked. and I'm like. What do you mean I'm always like this? Mm. I'm I'm not I'm not a bully. Mm. And he said, You are mm. now I thought about it and I had a chat with him and said I'm then I realized and I said, I'm so sorry, I didn't mm. I didn't realise mm. this. Mm you
2: know and and they see that's the thing because you know human beings need control and when you're bullied that control is taken away from you yeah and you will try any way possible to gain control of that so that's why you have kids who are being bullied who end up developing eating issues for example because the mm. only thing they can control is the food they put in their body right you know or or they take it out on someone else because then I can control that situation so it's about regaining control right. mm. so when we're dealing with kids who have been bullied the key solution or the thing we focus on is how do we empower them again How do we give them back that control without them needing to resort to, you know, perpetuating the same thing?
0: Katjana, we were talking a a little bit earlier about sort of flags, things to sort of watch out for for our kids. Mm -hmm. One of the things is sort of how many friends they've got, you Mm -hmm. know. What other kind of flags are there that we're just not aware of that could be the thing that tips us off and helps us sort of remedy what's happening?
2: I tell parents to look for changes, right? Um, and they say, you know, what kinds? Anything. Any type of change is indicative of the fact that your child is going through something. So whether it's their sleep patterns, their eating patterns, their friendship groups, their performance in school, the way that they behave with you. So any type of changes is something that you need to kind of be aware of. You don't have to jump on it just the minute they do mm. it, but just kind of keep an observation of it, right? And so if they're being a lot more testy with you, yes. <laughs> right? Uh, that's an indication something up right if there being a lot if there's you know a lot of this temper tantrums if you have younger children especially mm. that's coming out of nowhere these are all indications that your child is struggling with something right and then you got to figure out what it is yeah
1: but the thing is like changing attitudes and everything especially mm. when they're tweens mm. you never can tell mm-hmm. right? it's
0: like is that it's just like you know Normal teenage behaviors: yeah, slamming doors, mm-hmm. snapping. Like yesterday, mm-hmm. I, you know, I had to bite my tongue until it, you know, almost got cut off. And <laughs> wow! Off so yep. I didn't retort back. Yeah.
2: So that's the thing. Like when they're in that age group, yes, changes is normal, and you mm-hmm. see these sort of hormonal mood fluctuations, and that's normal. So when you get to that level, the next question you got to ask yourself: so the first question you ask is. Is, has the child been uh, experiencing any type of changes or have they been presenting with any type of changes? Then the next question you got to ask yourself is, are those changes impacting on their functioning? So is the mood swings meaning that kids don't want to be friends with them anymore Mm. are they hiding in the bedrooms to the point where they're not socializing with people or they're not doing their homework and they're falling back in school so that can be the extra layer so that you can determine Mm. whether this is normal teen passive aggressiveness um or whether it's actually something you need to be worried about
0: okay so before they get to the big changes stage Mm. obviously things don't sort of change overnight yes um And, you know, I've read somewhere about microaggressions being a flag of, okay, there's something going on Mm -hmm. and I need to sort of nip this in the bud. Can Mm -hmm. you talk to us about that?
1: Yeah, sorry, what's
2: (laughs) microaggression?
0: Microaggression, as the name suggests, are just little
2: behaviors of, like things like passive aggressiveness can be considered as microaggression or little bits of changes in their behavior where aggression would come out that's not usually typical of what you would consider to be aggression. Um, And it's usually just behavioral things, right? So whether it's like raising your voice more frequently or slamming the door or things like that or even just certain things you wouldn't do that you don't normally do so I would see microaggression as definitely an indicator that the child is struggling with something I would probably keep an eye out just because it could very well be something temporary it could be an altercation with a friend or it could mm-hmm. be um, the teacher saying something at school that made them upset so you don't want to kind of jump on everything because again you want to also teach your kids how to manage their own issues yeah. you want to teach them that, yeah you can't
1: you know. be protecting them
2: precisely you're yeah. not giving them life skills mm. if you're fixing everything for them. Kids kind of need to fall, scuff their knees, and then learn how to move on from that. So if your kid is being a little more passive aggressive, a little bit more angsty than usual, just keep an eye out, you know, check in on them every once in a while. And then if it escalates to mm. being something quite consistent, you're seeing these microaggressive behaviors happening consistently for, you know, weeks or more, mm. then you probably need to say something.
0: Ketchina, you know, your first reaction as a parent would be to get really angry or even punish your child. When they've you know been caught bullying or you've been told they have, why is this the wrong thing to do?
2: Because you are communicating the lesson to them that when you are unhappy with something, you get to take it out on them. You get to communicate that with aggression, right? right. So they're then going to go, well, the next time I'm I'm unhappy with somebody, I get to do the same thing. So I'm I'm not saying kind of give your kids a slap on the wrist and be like, go on, you know, because that's also possibly telling them that you accept. And Mm -hmm. validate what they've done But you need to be able to have your kids Understand that it's not acceptable And the way that I like to do that is by Understanding what this may sound very manipulative and evil genius like, but making it <laughs> sort of using what they consider important as a as a way to teach them. So use things, for example, like privileges that they would mm-hmm. hold dear to to them. So right. like for example, screen time or access to friends We've and change like
1: the Wi Fi password. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. I actually like that, right? right Parents yeah. who roll the Wi Fi password. Um And so use that as a way to kind of um, get them to see that certain things are not acceptable. But ultimately, all young people struggle with empathy. So what you need to do is to teach them how this would make, get them to understand how would it make you feel Mm. if this was happening. So don't immediately go to punishing them and all that because you're teaching them something that's
0: just going to support their thinking pattern as it is. So what do you think, you know, parent is told that their child is a bully. What are the sort of the top things that they have have to do in mm. order to be part of the solution mm.
2: I think the first thing is just To embrace it I mean not saying To agree with everything everyone says But if you're getting a report from the school or from Someone else that your child is a bully the First thing you should do is to take it on board and be like Okay I will look into it don't immediately Reject it because you don't have all the Information mm. you might think you do because you Might say you know your child but you Don't have what the viewpoint they have So it's important for you to find out what you Need to know all the information so say I will look into it right accept that embrace that and then look into it right so Mm. you know if there's a particular incident find out all the details about the incident communicate with your child communicate with all the people involved and then use that to formulate an opinion and if it works out that it kind of looks like your child was being a bully or is a bully then you need to act on that and have your child understand this behavior is not acceptable
1: when you say act on that what does that Mm. mean
2: so you know I mean I wouldn't go to punishing your child immediately but you know having very stern conversations with them and having them understand that you know this is not acceptable behavior. Um, and then having them understand from an empathetic perspective, you know, why this is not acceptable behavior um, and then have consequences. So punish them, but in a in a way that would hurt them without physically hurting them, if right. that makes
0: sense. So, so collect the data, yes. investigate the data yes. and then take action yes. based on the findings. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.